Anna here. Did you know I have another podcast? And did you know it's all about failure? Well, at this point, you'd have to answer yes to both of those questions because I just told you. But my other show isn't just about failure. It's about failing your way to success. Yes, success. Because the most successful people are often just the people who've gotten up the most times after their failures. Don't believe me? Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts or go to failyourway.com for more info. Now back to the show. I wouldn't say we fell in love right away. I think we were, as they call it in the biz, trauma bonding. And then after eight years of being insufferably sober, I started drinking again. Addicts tend to be rather sensitive people. Aren't you Mark Maron? I'm like, yeah. And she goes, what happened to you? Hi there. You're listening to Light Hustler. Fabulous podcast. Excellent choice. Can I just commend you for your podcast listening choice. Good downloading. I am your host, Anna David. I am here with a guy who fancies himself my co-host. I do. I do. <laughs> His name is Dr. Josh Lickman. He's a really good friend of mine. He's also uh, board certified. Ad- oh, Jesus. It's really hard for me to get this right. Will you introduce yourself? Yeah. So my name is Josh Lickman. That part and, I can do. And, yeah, I guess you got that one down. And I am a physician in Los Angeles and I am board certified in addiction medicine and in psychiatry. So you get it. He's seen a lot of shit. He's also a Los Angeles magazine voted him a super doctor. Mm-hmm. Super doctor. We've got here talking. And so we're doing these little special ep- extra episodes where we're getting sort of fly on the wall psychiatry point of view. Let's call it free therapy. Dude, I'm psychiatrizing you. Totally psychiatrizing me. So I have a question for you that's it's a little bit dark. Okay. But I have known some people who... Um, I'm thinking of one person in particular who are treatment resistant. No medication works on them. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're depressed. Maybe they have another disorder. What do you do when somebody is treatment resistant? How many medications do you try them on? You know, it, it's funny. I was just talking about that with a patient today. So, you know, treatment resistant is if you failed, you know, I'm not sure what the exact number of medications would be. And you failed psychotherapy, and there actually are a couple other options. And shock treatments. Yeah, so there's two kind of big options for what you know what's FDA approved for like a treatment resistant depression, and so it's electroshock therapy, which is totally not what you think it is. Right. And then there's um, TMS, which is transcranial magnetic stimulation that's relatively new isn't it it's relatively new and it's similar to electroshock therapy it's just less invasive Mm -hmm. and they're both actually very effective they're fda approved and it's one of these things where unfortunately movies like one flew over the cuckoo's nest which is a fantastic movie or requiem for a dream I, did they have ECT in that? Oh, they did. There, there was some other fucked up stuff in that oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Um, but I don't remember the ECT in I that. Do. I remember <laughs> several other gnarly yeah, yeah, scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe um, an orgy. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, Lots of Next stuff. episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so ECT is really one of the most benign procedures that you could ever witness. So what ECT is, electroshock therapy, is that they're inducing a seizure within a patient. But the patient's anesthetized, so nothing's actually happening. I didn't know that's what it was. Yeah. 
So you ha you have a seizure as a result of the currents going mm -hmm. through you. But you're anesthetized, so right. you literally, I mean, this is audio, so you can't see, but I'll do it for you. Right. This is what happens. Yeah. Okay. It's the most you, not benign. A lot, not a lot happened, guys. Insignificant, yeah. Yeah. It, so what about the fact, does everybody lose their memory afterwards? So, you know, it's one of these things where there's actually very few side effects and drawbacks with it, but there tends to be short-term memory issues with it that comes back. Mm -hmm. And that's just a, related to the, the seizure and that sort of thing. But I've had some cases where, and, and I so reluctantly use this word because it makes me feel like I'm a douchebag, but like these miracle cases where these patients that I thought were totally fucked, wow. that nothing worked, I tried a million medications with them, and then they got ECT and they actually got better. How many treatments can it take? It varies. It really varies. And then there's, there's you know, we're definitely simplifying it. And then right. there's maintenance treatment and that sort of thing and tms is is kind of a similar I, thing I thought and that it's a was lot newer so new that you wouldn't have even studied it at medical school but you did uh we talked about it briefly we mm -hmm. did a little bit of it in residency but no it's relatively new for sure and there's not a lot of places that offer it and what is so what are you magnets on your head like yeah what is happening? So, so what's happening is that basically there's a large magnet and it's delivering kind of current and force that's ultimately they don't know totally what's happening nor with ect but that it's promoting neuronal genesis or it's improving the way that your brain's functioning and it really seems to help and there's great data and again i've seen some really just phenomenal patients that i've seen that i've sent to tms that have done better with it um, is there anything besides those two things if somebody is just not having any? You know, there are. I mean, there's alternative treatments, yep. too, you know, and there's illegal treatments that, you know, can be helpful, like too. Like going to Peru and... Right. I mean, some of that stuff is a little weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's stuff like ayahuasca, which is what you're referring to. Yeah. Um, there's other things, too, that even I, I actually worked on some of these studies when I was a resident where using ecstasy or MDMA or psilocybin. Ketamine now. Ketamine's big. Um, it, it's Again, it's a little tricky, though, because what, what's happening is that there's a lack of follow through with a lot of these things. So right. it's not just getting high on ketamine that's that's fixing you or, or having a, you know, using ecstasy. It's it's the, the treatment that follows after. Yeah. And you, like I said, I worked on this study and as a resident, I mean, it's pretty phenomenal. You know, there's actually good results. So it's not for everybody and it's not just like a, a drug holiday. Right, a free lapse. Yeah, it's exactly. not. As somebody who spent her 26th birthday going into a K-hole because she thought she was doing cocaine because her friend Oof. had t stolen drugs from his roommate and told me it was cocaine, and so I spent the my birthday out by a dumpster while I had a party inside. I'm so sorry to get so dark. Clearly, I'm fine now. So I don't wow. think that treatment <laughs> de debatable. <laughs> fine enough. That sounds like the worst birthday ever. It was the worst birthday ever. It was, you know, and it was a couple of years before I bottomed out. So, yeah, it got darker. Speaking of dark, Josh, thank you so much. You're welcome. And thank here's you. what I have to say to you guys. We all have dark so we can all find our light. Go and hustle, light hustler. I think I just got my sign off screwed up, but you guys get the idea. It was idea. good. Okay. Well, you love you guys. Bye. Bye.